Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hi there, I'm Adrian Durham and I'm happy. You're listening to TalkSport. It's time to look back at day 15 in Qatar on World Cup Daily. And what a day. England have reached the quarterfinals of the World Cup after beating Senegal. tournaments, Euros and World Cups, that's where it's at and we've just started being good at them. So the first time since you were around playing in the 90s, I love, I love that feeling, I never want it to end. So to the knockout stages, step four on the journey as the countdown to glory really begins, where the tipping point between success and failure can be suspended so delicately in the desert air. Stradigiata, right footed ball in from him, coming to meet a job and he's blazed over the Pickford came out, who gets it on the edge of the penalty area. Can't get himself into a shooting position. Releases Jar. Good save, Pickford. But there's a real frustration here with me that we've dropped down to a standard. We can't see a way of building through the press. Now came in for Bellingham. What a chance! England score! Jordan Henderson out of nothing! Henderson with the goal. It's only the fifth England game out of the last 32 in which he has started. An opportunity inside the area. It's Kane and it's shown. Just what he needed, just what England need. His seventh in ten World Cup games. Gareth especially would be uh, very pleased to see a third goal go in. I think that would see them off. There's number three. And now you can start thinking about what you want to do next Saturday night. I'll give you a clue. It's World Cup quarter-final time. Saka on the score sheet again. England three, Senegal nil. The journey goes on. Loved it. So Gareth Southgate's three lines have booked a quarterfinal clash with world champions France. The former England World Cup semi-finalist Stuart Pearce alongside me, Stuart. It was pretty nervy in that uh, for large parts of that first half. They got the job done in the end, though. Yeah, they were. I think we've ended up scoring a goal probably against the runner play a little bit. It was a little bit hit and miss. But once we got that goal, and certainly then Harry Kane just on half-time, I think that finished the game off. I think in some ways we've probably made a little bit more hard work of it than it actually was. I, I was expecting a better Senegal team out there, to be quite honest with you. And I know you can only beat what's in front of you. I think our clinical finishing got us over the line. Uh, talking of which, Harry Kane 
got the second goal, Leanne Sanderson, so he's off the mark, up and running here in Qatar. How important will that be, Tim? You're a former England World Cup striker. How important will that be to Harry Kane? Yeah, he needed that. I know he's got three assists in the tournament, but, you know, Harry Kane's, if he wants to be considered one of the best centre-forwards in the world, he's got to be performing at the, at the world stage. That goal would work wonders. And he, the same as we spoke about him being a slow burner as well. In the Euros, the first two games of the Euros, he looked off the pace, he looked sluggish, he looked tired, and then he comes alive. That would be brilliant, because Harry Kane, we know he is one of the best players in the world. He is. But on the world stage, it seems to sometimes not be the consistent place that I think he needs to be, if that makes sense. I think his consistency isn't there because he's dropping so deep, you know, against Wales. But for me, I, I don't think any player should be undroppable. I'm not saying Harry Kane needs to get dropped, but I feel like we have other players. We see other countries do it, and Mbappe didn't play the other day. Bring someone else in. But I feel like, you know, sometimes we don't need to be so reliant upon one player because we have so many good players in our team now. But Gareth Southgate, I think, has done a really good job tonight of managing the team because he comes under a lot of stick, Gareth Southgate. And he has taken the team. You have to be realistic of where the team was at before he came in. Fans weren't even going to Wembley. Now they're selling out. You see behind the scenes, you see the players, you know, having fun. And that's what you want to see. You know, there used to be a big gap between the fans and the, and the players. Gareth Southgate's merged that. But for a team like England coming into the tournament, I didn't feel that confident. About with regards to the Nations League, we lost to Hungary. 4-0, we lost Hungary again. Three, three goals down against Germany. Good, you know, good thing to come back. But I just worried about us. But we're doing well. We've got, we've got to give them praise because, like Stuart said, you can only beat what's in front of you. And they're putting these teams to the side. Obviously, Senegal were disappointing. You know, Koulibaly had a really good tournament for me when I did the games. He was very good. For Chelsea, I think he's underperformed. The red card, I think the injury in the red card didn't really help playing for Chelsea. But... For me, you know, Mane is a massive loss. You know, there's loads of players in this tournament, but I think you've got to give England a lot of credit because they, they've done well. They've won 3 0 against Senegal. Without doubt, without doubt. And then they're into the quarterfinals as well. I want to talk about the midfield, both of you. I want both of you to give me a view on Jude Bellingham because everybody's saying that this kid is one of the best players in the world. We're all talking about Mbappe next Saturday for France and the two goals he scored against Poland in the round of 16. But Jude Bellingham. I thought was sensational tonight. Leanne, first of all. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And the fact that he's so young and he's already captaining Borussia Dortmund is just incredible. And I think it's good that the players are going overseas because sometimes in England, I feel like the young players have so much pressure. And it's almost like now when the younger players are going overseas, they have that freedom because people sometimes say, oh, you know, it's too young to be a captain. Look at Tyler Adams at USA, he's 23, he's the youngest captain in the tournament. For me, age is only a number, but the way he plays, what I love about Jude Bellingham, he's always three or four steps ahead. He looks like he can play, you know, three or four matches in a row because he looks like he's always in control. And I think it's brilliant because, you know, it's only in the last six months or so that he's been brought in properly to play, to start and to be in the England team. But he, he's brilliant for me. Stuart? I've got to agree with that, probably echo those sentiments. It, everything goes back to underpin the age the boy's at. You know, he's 19 years old. That's, it's quite incredible to be, you know, a first pick on the England team or one of the first picks. You know, when we turned up tonight, you knew Bellingham at 19 years old would be in the starting lineup. You knew that. You knew coming to this tournament he'd probably be in the starting lineup. You know, the only thing that surprised me, he wasn't in the starting lineup 15 months ago. Yeah. But the manager knows what he sees in training and, and probably thought he's not ready as yet we're certainly ready now he is uh, we must talk about Pickford as well because um, it's another clean sheet for England that's three in a row now at this tournament obviously that's going to be important going forward but they could easily at nil-nil they had a, a great chance and he pulled off a great save uh, Jordan Pickford big strong arm to keep it at nil-nil that was crucial 
if you're a goalkeeper and you've got that one moment, and we had a few nervy moments early on against Senegal, you know, we give the ball away loosely and, and they got in behind us and they cut us open on occasion. But that save was vitally important. That hits the back of the net. All of a sudden, the pressure you feel from knockout football multiplies by 10. And I think Gareth Southgate making it non-negotiable, he is the number one. Even when Ramsdale was doing well, Nick Pope's doing well, Dean Henderson, I know he's not here, but was doing well, and he's doing well. Having a manager come out and say, he is my number one, will give that confidence. And he's never made a mistake in an England shirt. But the thing is, Jordan Pickford, his distribution is incredible. I was behind the goal for the game, and the way he pings the ball, like, honestly, on a dime, like, that technique is unbelievable. And he, and he looks good, and he looks confident. And I think Gareth Southgate has managed that situation very, very well. Because I know, for me, sure, you might feel the same as this. When a manager believed in you, he didn't have to tell you. They didn't have to tell you. It was a nice feeling when you felt the manager had your back and knew what you could do. We spoke with Henry Winter before kickoff, and we talked about the confidence that managers give players. Sometimes when you get a backing, when... A lot of noise around you suggesting that you as an individual might have to go out of the team. He's, this manager's done exactly that with Jordan Pickford. And there's been noise And Harry Maguire as well. Exactly that. And both of them are performing at the highest level at the moment. So we know uh, a couple of quarterfinals. Netherlands against Argentina Friday. England, France back here at Albate Saturday evening. Uh, very quickly, both of you, would you make changes for the France game? Stuart first. Um, personally, I would probably... A tactical change. I wouldn't leave Deck as the deep-lying midfielder with too advanced of him because I think I would probably play Deck on the right-hand side slightly to be the cover to slide across to deal with Mbappé and double up on Mbappé. I've seen him do it for West Ham many times. Moises employed him to do it and he does a really... You're asking him to almost do two jobs. But for him to do that and offer that cover on the right-hand side, you're going to have to have someone playing slightly deeper alongside him. So you've got that box of four, two centre-halves, two holders. Yeah, I did the game earlier, the France game, and Poland were quite underwhelming. But killing Mbappe, I mean, he's hard to stop. Matty Cash today was really trying. Fair play to him. He had about two or three interceptions. But this guy, once he gets going, we have to just pray he has an off day. He doesn't have many, but we just have to pray he does because some players are unplayable. And what I saw today, he is that way. Griezmann today was incredible. So for me, I wouldn't necessarily say, I don't think you change a team that's winning. I think that, I just don't think you do that. But having said that, Gareth Southgate did that. Rashford, everyone thought Rashford was going to start after scoring the two goals and he didn't. But me, I'm, I'm quite worried about that playing against France because even today, they weren't at their maximum. And some of their players, Dembele, like Mbappe, Griezmann, incredible. Abs to be fair though, they are susceptible. Upa Mercado and uh, Rafael Varane today, they were quite, you know, they're there for the taking. I see that's the only weak link I see in that French team that we can exploit. You're listening to the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast. Gareth Southgate is with Faker Others. Gareth, congratulations. Third successive quarterfinal. How pleased were you with that? Yeah, delighted. Um, I think we were ruthless. Um, we found it difficult in the opening 20 minutes in particular to get through Senegal's pressure but sometimes you've got to earn the right to do that and tire the opponent out but also our work out of possession where we were turning the ball over and able to counter-attack was excellent and I thought Jordan Henderson and Jude Bellingham in particular were, were fantastic at setting the tone for that and that was how our first two goals came, really. Quick quick counters that we executed brilliantly. Yeah, you certainly did. They were a delight to watch, um, even if I was down the other end for them. Um, in terms of the youngsters combining for the third goal in Bakayo Saka and, and Phil Foden, you've talked so much about the balance of this team. You've got 
32-year-old Jordan Henderson on my right-hand side right now, and then this amazing bunch of youngsters. And, and you, uh, they repaid the faith in you today. Yeah, well, we feel that it, you know, it's time for them to be given their head, and um, they've earned that. You know, their performances in the league this season, those two in particular, have been excellent. Um, you know, with young players, we've got to manage them properly and we've got to look after them and make sure that they're exposed at the right times. But we've now got a lot of players playing well and um, the team are, are confident. So it's a good position to be going into what's, a, you know, a, a hugely exciting quarter final. Yeah, against France, which is, you know, everybody's been talking about it already before we, we knew, obviously. How do you view them as opponents? Because you've talked before about needing to to almost come of age against the big opponents you don't get much bigger than the world champions no exactly as you say world champions with some world-class players um, you know we've got massive respect for them um, but this is a game that we'll we'll relish the, the challenge of there's no doubt about that one final question to, to ask you and it is about Raheem Sterling and the reports coming out about what's happened with, with his home and his family uh, back in the UK how is he doing? Have you managed to, to speak to him? Yeah, I, I had a long time with him this morning, um, just trying to work out how best for, for him to deal with everything. Um, he's going to go home tonight. He's, I think he's probably on his way home. Um, yeah, the, the priority at this time is his family, and we've got to give him the space to be able to sort everything out there, and, and then we'll see... Um, if he's able to come back and, and when. And would he be able to come back in, in terms of the bubble or anything it, it, like that? Oh yeah, that, that, that side no problem. Um, but obviously we've got to you know, give him the space to, and time to, to work out exactly what's going to go on. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Congratulations Thanks, again. Faye. Thanks, Thank Gareth. You. Gareth Southgate with Faye Carruthers there. And in case you're wondering what that uh, story with Raheem Sterling is, we told you that uh, he wouldn't be part of uh, this fixture tonight and he was heading home. Uh, to deal with a personal issue. Raheem Sterling was the victim of a robbery at his home in London while he's been here in Qatar. It happened last night, actually. He's decided to return to the UK to make sure his family are OK, check on the well-being of his family. Uh, he has said, though, he wants to be... He's committed to the uh, World Cup Challenge and he is uh, hoping to return to Qatar if everything is OK back home, if the circumstances are right. So uh, we're all with him um, on that. It's, it's an awful thing to happen. And uh, we wish him and his family all the very best. And hopefully everything's OK and he can return. Uh, already a goal scorer at this World Cup for England, Raheem Sterling. But uh, family comes first. I think everybody would agree with that. You're listening to the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Four years ago, the knockout rounds was when France really clicked into gear with a record number of goals and a style of play befitting the world champions. So let the all-encompassing jeopardy and drama unfold. Is this a night that ends with England's ninth World Cup quarter-final? Or a post-mortem into a chapter of three lions despair. Lovely ball forward by Mbappe, the shot from Giroud! And there's the record! Olivier Giroud becomes France's all-time record goalscorer. Mbappe who curls it in, and Kylian Mbappe is unstoppable. Every goal he scores breaks another record, and if England face him in the quarterfinals, he will take some stopping. This is Mbappe's World Cup. Stakes are high, and you can tell it's been cagey so far. Now Kane in for Bellingham, what a chance! England score! Jordan Henderson, out of nothing! And Bellingham has got two balls to his left hand side, if he can get it through, and he has an opportunity inside the area. It's Kane and it's seven. That has been the most clinical piece of play England have shown to set that goal up. It was magnificent. Harry Kane moves within one of Wayne Rooney, and England are within 45 minutes of France in the last day. Foden running right to the first chance, gets it in. in three games seven for his country get the party started England three Senegal nil oh the party has started all right Alan Nigel Adley our Wales commentator commentating on uh, France earlier with Leanne Sanderson saying it's Kylian Mbappe's World Cup has he not seen Jude Bellingham can he not mm. accept as our Wales man that England are actually doing wonders at this World Cup outrageous I'm having the fella later uh Mbappe did play all okay today, oh. but hey, hang on a minute, we've got Kyle Walker, what's the problem? Yeah, no, honestly though, Adrian, killing Mbappe, I mean, I don't think you have an understanding of how good the guy is until you watch him live. When you watch him live, I mean, he's incredible. He really is, definite, no doubt, like future Ballon d'Or winner, without a shadow of doubt. You know, he's still young, but what I love about him, he's got an arrogance about him that he believes he's good, but he also enjoys playing the game. You can see he loves it. You can see a Matty Cash today couldn't get near him. Could not get near him. They doubled up. I love Carl Walker. I think Carl Walker's brilliant. But I do think there's some players that you just have to say, I mean, what did you do when you're playing against? I say to the boys when I'm in the hotel, I say, when you're going up against Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, what do you do? Because you can get in their face. They'll spin you. You can sit off them. They'll, they always have, like, an ability to think three or four steps ahead. As a fullback, you, you've got to deny the ball to his feet. If you're naive enough to to think you're going to deal with him by the, and let him turn and run at you, I'm afraid that you're finished then. So you, you've got to cajole the, your player who's playing in front of you to, to get in line and stop the ball into his feet. And you've got to make sure that you get your positional play correct, that A, he can't receive the ball to his feet. And as Leanne said, 
he's going to then try and spin you. You've got to make sure you cover the spin. The only thing I could say is Walker might be one of the very few people at this World Cup that can match him toe-for-toe. Toe. Yeah, Matty Cash, to be fair today, did keep up with him in the foot race a couple of times and fair play to him. But I just think, you know, some people are too quick to hype certain players, but I actually think Kylian Mbappe deserves all the hype he's getting because he is that good. Matty Cash, Messi last time out, Mbappe today. He needs to lie <laughs> down. Sorry the for the lad. <laughs> what a time. He's having the time of his life, but he's out of the World Cup now. What you're saying there, Stuart, is really interesting because... Uh, Deny the ball to his feet, but you can't be rash going in, diving in too quickly. But what Carl Walker could do, could he just step off and, and allow Bukayo Saka to shield as well? Is it, is it a job for the bare pair of them to do? Yeah, it's a tag match. Whenever you play, with, you've got to have a good understanding with the person playing outside you. You know, whenever I used to play fullback, if, if you've got a really quick one there, that you've got to make sure that your verbals to that person playing in front of you you're moving him and you're guiding him to make sure that your wide player doesn't get the ball to feet to get on the half turn to run it. Yeah, it's vitally You've important. You've got to stop the ball to Griezmann because Griezmann is the main supplier. You know, he's playing in the four at eight times during, during this competition and he's been incredible. Let's uh, go down to Faye Carruthers. She is with the England centre-half, Harry Maguire. Harry, congratulations. Another quarter-final, another clean sheet. We predicted this the other day. Yeah, great, um, great night for us. Um, it was difficult in the first moments of the game. They set a high tempo, a high press, and a, we, we knew what they'd do. We, we, we thought they'd come and give it a go for the first 20, uh, 25, and we knew the first goal would be crucial. We got the first goal, um, and then it was pretty comfortable from then on. Uh, I think the lads controlled the game really well, really brave on the ball. With them without possession, we, we pressed them all night. And, yeah, it's a, it's a great evening for, for, for us and, and, and our country. The first interception was also crucial because, as you say, you were on the back foot and you got your foot in there because they were all over you at one point, Senegal. Yeah, um, they, they set up a little bit different to what we'd worked on. We know that they played a 4-3-3 and then they set up at a 4-4-2 and, and come with a really high press. Um, so I think it took us a little bit to adapt, but when we adapted, we adapted really well and, and, and took real, real control of the game. They're a good team. They, the African champions, we they don't get beat very often. So we knew it was a tough afternoon. I knew a lot of people was already saying things about playing France in the quarterfinals before the game. So there were no complacency from us. Uh, we knew they're a, they're a good team. And we knew we had to be at it to, to, to win the game. And it's a, it's a great night for, for our country again. It is the world champions up next. Kylian Mbappe was on fire earlier on as a defender. How do you view him as a player? Yeah, he's an amazing player. One of the best in the world, for sure. And he's been really, really strong and good at this World Cup. So, no, he's in great form. We have some amazing players as well at the top end of the pitch. So, it's going to be an exciting game. One that we obviously need to prepare really well for. But we'll focus on ourselves as much as we can with, obviously, looking at the opposition and, and trying to find the strengths and weaknesses. Um, but we have a, an, an amazing squad ourselves. We have some top players ourselves. So, we'll focus on ourselves and I'm sure it'll be a great game. Harry Maguire with uh, Faye Carruthers with Harry Maguire there. Um, the quarterfinals taking shape uh, so far. We know it's Netherlands against Argentina on Friday and back here at Albait Saturday night, 7pm UK time. England will take on France in the World Cup quarterfinal. Uh, day 16, there's got more games for you on Talk Sports. 3pm uh, UK time, Japan against Croatia in the round of 16, followed by a 7pm kickoff. Neymar set to be back for Brazil against South Korea. Both those on Talk Sport. Don't forget the Talk Sport World Cup Daily podcast is available to download on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. It'll be there every morning throughout the tournament in Qatar.
That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.